The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young Headline the Gig, aka Mr. Yet Again Doing This as late as possible on a Wednesday just before the release date because I haven't had a lot of time this week. AKA Mr. Haven't Set the Microphone Up Quite Right Yet Again, aka If You're Playing Tired and Inspired Bingo, You've Already Crossed Like Three Things Off Your List Already, aka you fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. How's it going? Hope you're well out there. I'm going to be fucking completely honest with you. Um, since the headline gig on Wednesday, on uh, Sunday gone, it's now Wednesday, right? I've had like no energy and this is probably the most, already we're, we're like a minute and a half into this podcast and this is already the most that I've talked since Sunday because I just have had no energy. It's obviously taken a lot of emotional and uh, physical s- strain on us um, but a few people have messages and asked us because they couldn't make it to the gig, um, asked me to talk about the gig so I will, I will. Um, it was very good. And if you listen to this and you did come, thank you very much because we didn't we didn't sell out the gig. I, I really like to have sold out the gig to to be able to say that I've sold out a headline show in Newcastle, but we didn't sell it out. But there was a lot of people there. There was people there. There was people who bought tickets and who didn't come, which is completely fine because you know people buy the tickets well in advance and then the day comes and they can't make it or whatever. But it was just kind of weird. It's a weird feeling because everybody that I told that to were like, "Oh well, at least you got the money." And it's like, "Yeah, I'm not. I don't really care about the money. I'd rather the." people there we all had a good time together that's fine that's fine that's okay i understand um but it was really good man what a fun experience um just emotionally draining the day after well actually yesterday i felt the the worst of it uh which was tuesday i just felt physically sick like i felt sick in my stomach i had a bad head i had a headache like all day uh monday i was also kind of busy still like wrapping up a bit odds and ends and um then I had a hive mind rehearsal in the night time so I was still kind of on the go but yesterday I'd, I'd taken a day off for myself so I think I finally caught up with us and then today I'm still kind of feeling the repercussions of that so but I've got a gig tonight at the stand so I thought I would get a podcast in to try and trigger some sort of funny elements in my brain and then I can go on and, and make a room full of people after me but um yeah thanks again to everybody that came uh, means, I mean, I've said it a thousand times, but it means so much that you would come out and spend your Easter Sunday with uh, me, Reality, and Yorkshire Geordies, and uh, Gibbon on the decks. Um, people that were, I had so many notifications afterwards of people tagging. On it. I mean, I'm not trying to suck my own dick, but I think over, like, I had, like, over a hundred tags on Instagram, which is great. I, I'm so happy that people feel like they want to show me off on their Instagram if it means so much to me. I couldn't possibly repost them all, though, because it would have just blew my phone up. But crazy, wild night, and it was just so much fun. And it's I was speaking to... I was describing it to Christina afterwards on the phone, and um, it's such a strange... 
like it, it, I, I like this with anything, but especially like my own head and gig where I put so much thought into it. Um, afterwards, I can only focus on the mistakes I made. So somehow I managed to fuck up drive a car with your eyes closed twice before getting it right. So I had to like stop the song and start it again. So that's I'd say pretty much all I was thinking about. And there was things I wanted to do that I didn't end up doing, but 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 like people. People who came to the show don't know that I want to do those things and I didn't do them, so I just did like the show, you know what I mean? But in my head, I'm like, oh, I didn't do that thing that I wanted to do. But people came in and still had a good time. I gave away some Easter eggs. Uh, the projector setup looked fine, seemed fine, seemed to go off how I wanted to go off. The sound was great. Shout out to um, Little Buildings, uh, Sam Avery doing the sound at Little Buildings. It was great. Um, but yeah, it's always a thing. I mean, I could, I've done the same when I've headlined comedy shows where I've absolutely, like, I feel so bad because I've, like, obliterated the room and the roof's on fire and I feel so bad because I've just set the whole room on fire and I'm like, oh, I'd fucked up that one punchline and that one joke, but the room's on fire and people are literally faces melted in the front row and I say, I'm so sorry, but, like, I also fucked up a few jokes and I've like, obliterated the room some more, but I'm so sorry that I've set the roof on fire. I'm so sorry. So it's just, it's bound to happen. Um, and, and some people came, like, you know, my friends came, but also, uh, people came who have, it sounds weird, but the fans of mine, I've got fans, I mean, sorry, I don't know what else to say, I've got fans, and it just means the absolute world, um, the day after though, uh, so yesterday, uh, Monday, or yesterday, I don't, I can't remember when, um, Alan, who owns Little Buildings, a very nice man, um, messaged me, and somebody had graffitied in Little Buildings, uh, must have been during my gig, uh, which is really annoying because it's one of them things where it wasn't me. I don't graffiti. If you ever see me write anything or draw anything, you know that's not me doing the graffiti. And like I said, I, I knew almost everybody at the gig, and I know that everybody at the gig wouldn't be that wouldn't be that person that would graffiti if if the word like they would. I would know that about them, and then I would tell them don't do it wherever I'm performing because it's disrespectful to the thing. And now it's it's a thing where. Alan's messaging me like, oh, do you know anybody that might have done this? And I'm saying no, and I am I know it's not me. I'm 99.9% .9 sure he knows it's not me or somebody that I'm affiliated with. But now whatever I say is making me look like I'm trying to cover my own tracks. Like, he messaged me initially, do you know anybody that done this? Obviously, it's the first thing he's gonna, person he's going to ask is me because it, was, it, it happened at my gig. So, so I started to type out, Oh mate, that's that's terrible. That I can't believe. And then I was going to type out. Uh, definitely wasn't me, by the way. But that's so incriminating. Like he wasn't asking if it was me. But I just want to clear my name. Like it's one of them things where he said, "You know anybody that's done this?" And uh, no, I don't know. And it wasn't me, by the way. And he'd be like, "Well, why are you saying it wasn't? Wasn't asking if it was you?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, but I'm just wanting to let you know that it wasn't me." In case you were thinking that it was me, and he's thinking, "Well, I wasn't thinking it was you, but..." Now I am, and I'd be like, well, no, it definitely wasn't me, though. Like, if I, do you know what I mean? So, but if if you listen out there and you did fucking graffiti in little buildings, don't be such a cunt. Well, this is the thing with graffiti, right? I, res I, I know that people out there, graffiti artists, and especially coming from, like, a hip-hop background, I appreciate that as part of the culture of hip-hop. Fine. But also part of the culture of hip-hop is building, is, is helping people at the bottom build upwards, so Little Buildings is a small independent venue in the northeast, putting on small unsigned touring bands and artists like myself that are helping us get our first headline shows and stuff like that, don't disrespect those types of venues, 
take graffiti to council old or council owned buildings or eyesores at the council of or fucking statues of old racists and stuff like that take like use it as an anti-establishment sort of art don't just graffiti up fucking toilets and small venues that are helping out small artists and are a staple in the culture of the northeast music scene you know what i mean don't be that fucking dickhead anyways um, just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, also, one thing I did notice is about my gig. Like I said, I was on the phone to Christina describing how the gig went. And it turns out that almost every person that I know is called Jamie or Sam. Which makes it very complicated. And that also means that most of my friends are white. So that's a bit awkward. Like I say, the guy doing sound was called Sam Avery, and what a, you know you all know about my, be- my best one of my best mates, Sam Thomas. And there was a guy there called Jamie. It's like three guys there called Jamie. Some of my friends difficult to distinguish which like all like you, you know you have friends that come with like prefixes or what's it called adjectives or something like like in, in college there was a guy i should, probably shouldn't say this but this is, this is outdated this is we had a guy we had two chris's two people called christopher in our class and then we named one of them gay chris do i have to describe why we called one Christopher Chris and the other Christopher Gay Chris. Not sure if I do. Gonna be honest with you, Gay Chris was fine being called Gay Chris. Do you know why? Because his name was Chris and he happened to be gay. Now, is it wrong to just call somebody Gay Chris because he happens to be the only gay person called Chris? Yes! Would I feel bad if somebody just started calling me Straight Jack? Yes, although Straight Jacket, now we're on to a cool nickname. Now, is that the point I was trying to make initially? No. Should I have thought of a better example than calling someone gay, Chris? Yes. I should have described how I call my friend Jamie who plays drums. No. Should I have described how I call my friend who's called Jamie Oliver, actually, like the chef, but I call him as Jamie who plays drums in the band Shallow because he plays drums in the band Shallow. Yes, is that better example of calling Chris and Chris? Yes. Is it too late not to go back? Yes. But alas, that's now out there in the ether of the internet. Now, Gay Chris, if you're listening, soz. But come on now. We're all a bit older now. We're all a bit mature now. We've all got families. It's all good. What am I talking about? Everybody that I know is called Sam and Jamie all i'm saying and if you called something like david or laura or simon or stephen no you're not it's just sam and jamie from now on okay all right glad we cleared that up uh and now it's time for a little quickly quick word from our sponsors this week's episode of tired and inspired is brought to you by being emotionally drained 
feel like everything is pointless and a loss of what direction your life is going in, then you want to try being emotionally empty. Try being emotionally empty today by putting on your own headline gig and then realising that there's nothing left. While I've got you here, not a lot of gigs going on to be perfectly honest, but uh, when this comes out on Thursday, I'm hosting a quiz at Laurels in Whitney Bay. And then Saturday, I'm at Time Bank Brewery for a comedy gig with Feltnout. And I believe that's actually free entry, but you might want to check on feltnout.co.uk. And stream my song, stream Eat My Shorts. The video's coming out very, very soon. Uh, Thanks for all the love on Eat My Shorts, but keep streaming it because I want to be a millionaire very soon. Seriously, please do keep streaming my shorts because the stream numbers have actually been quite low because the last time I released a time of times the places actually went quite well, but this one's been very slow. But the video's going to come out soon. And I realize I haven't quite put much as thought because I trying to promote the headline as much as possible. But I eat my shorts, it's a pretty good song. Actually, the B side tried the game, I think it's probably a better song. But you know what I mean? Eat my shorts, probably the front runner for being in the single. Surprise, it hasn't got released uh, play on BBC just yet, but this is still time, still time, still time. I get it on Amazon, amazing radio as well. But if you can just keep streaming it, I'll be much appreciated. And we're back. Uh, those are getting more and more difficult to do every week um, so what the fuck else has been going on then my headline gig thank you again for everybody that came out yeah 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 I've said that a thousand times whatever um, but the day before my headline gig this this is this is probably going to be a, a bit too much information for this uh, this podcast but I'm going to tell you anyway uh, the day before my headline gig I went to an event called Rhyme and Reason at Xerox along the quayside in Newcastle which was held by Any Ryzen uh, Charlie and, and their man over there uh, Rhyme and Reason was great uh, lots of northeast rappers and then uh, ELC the, the alchemist from London was on last and it was just cool man like nice uh, positive vibes for everybody and everybody supporting each other and just great sets from everybody and it was cool xerox is a lovely venue it used to be um oh where did it used to be uh emporium it used to be emporium it's behind riverside on the quayside lovely venue it was a lovely night i was absolutely fucking sweating from the minute i got there um and then this thing happened which happens every once in a while which i'm sure you can all relate to a very unfortunate situation that um Walked in, the, the, the venue's upstairs, the bar's downstairs, the venue's upstairs, walked in, got a drink, all good, high spirits, ready for the gig, ready to watch some live music, uh, got to the door, stamped on my hand, then I stepped through the threshold from the corridor into the venue, and as soon as both my feet touched the inside of the floor in the venue, I immediately, immediately needed a shit. Instantaneously, the second, the second that both my feet touched down in the venue floor in Xerox, I needed to go to the toilet immediately. And look, I'm a big boy, right? I'm thirty-two. I'm going to be thirty-three this year. I'm going to be thirty-four next year, and I still, still have reservations about using public toilets if i've got to go pee i gotta go pee fine i'm in and out in a couple of minutes i'm the type of guy this is terrible i can't even believe i'm talking about this that'll go to the toilet and i'll be there minimum half an hour phone out i'm getting comfortable i'm doing emails i'm writing bars i'm writing jokes i'm scrolling tiktok i'm scrolling instagram it's it's my office 
It's my office in there. And I can't go to a fucking stinking male toilet at some bar along the quayside in Newcastle and even get in and out quick enough. I need space. I need to feel comfortable. I've almost always got no shoes on or at the bare minimum sliders. Shorts. I'm getting dressed to go to the toilet. You have to understand this. Even though I'm going to pull the shorts down. But you know what I mean? But it's just so... This happens every once in a while. I'm sure, I'm sure, if you listen to this, you can relate. Everything's fine. You leave the house. You have you go you go for a quick wee before you leave the house. Also, another thing that I've... That, this is... People ask me for um, advice on gigging and stuff all the time. And my single biggest piece of advice for gigging is... Wee before you leave the house, and always wee before you leave the venue, like after the gig, because you don't know how long it's going to take to get home, you know what's going to happen when you get home, right? So before you leave to go to a gig, quick wee, fine, sorted. Do I feel like I need to go to the toilet for the other thing? No, all gravy. Drive to Newcastle, oh gravy, oh, I was just sitting in the stomach. Pick up my friends along the way. We're all good. As soon as I step into the door, oh my god, I need to go to the toilet. And I'm just, I'm stuck. I'm just, I've just got to pray to the gods that there's no big bass rumbles and my stomach loses grip of itself. And I'm just stuck. And I don't know. And I just, I just, had, I just had to hold it until, until I got home. But um, why does that happen? So the human body's fucking nuts in it. Disgusting. Sorry for putting you through that, but I'm just—I wanted to let you know that I'm the type of guy. I'm the type of guy that'll sit there for twenty-five minutes, half an hour, just, just cause, just cause I can. Two dead legs. You saw my TikTok. I did a TikTok about it. I like to sit on the toilet till my legs go numb and avoid the real world. I like to sit. On the toilet to sing on the toilet, but I can't sing well. And I can't feel my feet now. That was a TikTok I did. Did it go viral? No. Did I think it would? Yes. Does it matter? No. Kinda. Um another thing that happened this week, uh, or leading up to the headline, I can't remember when it was. Um the the Jimmy Savile documentary came out on Netflix, obviously a horrible, horrible, disgusting human being. Uh, and if you listen to this, you've probably seen the picture of me and Jimmy Savile that was taken many, many years ago on a boat going from Jersey to Guernsey. I had no fucking idea who he was. I was just a kid at the time. Uh, and my parents made me get a picture with him. And he was obviously happy to oblige, as you've seen the pictures. Uh, so every now and then, I'll just throw it on Facebook and be like, haha, I remember when this happened. I know it's fucking horrible, but whatever. Uh, and it blew up, as it usually does, 100 odd likes and loads of comments and stuff. And uh, and then nothing for a little bit. That's just you know the nature of Facebook. And then somebody commented saying something about uh, you shouldn't use this to get a cheap laugh or something. Think of all the the uh, the, the sexual abuse cases and would people who've been sexually abused by find it funny and blah, 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 all this. I just didn't. It was a long message. I didn't reply. And then like two days after that, somebody else commented saying. This is vile, this is horrible. Imagine trying to get a laugh out of this. And again, I just didn't, I just completely ignored it. And then I've seen today that uh, my friend Jay Spinks from the Yorkshire Geordie, shouted that Jay Spinks has always got my back, said, um, you know, he's a comedian, so would you, 
do you go after Ricky Gervais for making Holocaust jokes and stuff like that? And I mean, he's got his own agenda. That's fine. I'm not going to touch that. But um, one thing I want, I, I can guarantee the two people that commented, who I don't know, by the way, I don't, they're, they are friends of mine, but I don't know them. So they've added me. I don't, I don't really add people on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook all that much. So they've added me, right? And then instead of just deleting us or blocking us or hiding us or unfollowing us or removing us from the timeline, they've decided to comment on my picture when they don't know who, I don't know, I've never met these people. One of them, the, the first lady that commented, who left the long comment, lives in Australia. I'll say it again. The first lady that commented the long comment lives in Australia and is a comedian who added me on Facebook. The second guy, I believe, looks like he's some sort of rapper from the northeast somewhere. Don't know who he is. I didn't add him on Facebook. He added me. Just want to make that all clear before I carry on with what I'm going to say. Uh, so instead of deciding to just hide us or delete us, they've decided to comment on something. I haven't commented back. Then Jay Spinks is jumping into this. Now here's the thing. This is what I, I, I talked about. I had a I had a troll on TikTok. A troll's a different thing to people getting upset about something I've put on Facebook. A troll's just being a dickhead. That I've, I've already told you that I've shut him down and I killed him. KO knockout. All good. Now. It's my. It's by the way. It's my personal Facebook page. It's not the Jack Fox like page, which I don't even fuck with anymore. I use Facebook to drop promotional stuff on there. Promo. I did the uh, the the transfer Sky Sports thing for the for the headline gig. This Jimmy. I, I, look, I'm just using it as a tool. I'm using it and abusing it. Right. I don't. I don't really go on there that much. It's my personal Facebook page. Now, it it's my personal Facebook page. I can do what. Ever the fuck I want to do on my personal Facebook page. As long as it obviously doesn't go against Facebook guidelines. I'm not going to post nudity on there. I'm not going to post ridiculous violence on there. Etc, etc, etc. If I... This is how I feel about it. And this is how I think everybody should be about their personal Facebook page. Post whatever you... They're entitled to their opinion. Sure. If they want to comment on it, they can. It's open to the public. Anybody can comment on it. And I can decide... Not to reply to their comment or delete their comment if I want to, but I just decided not to reply. I will never, ever, ever understand why people would why why would you even comment on something anyways? But why would you comment something negative on somebody's page unless it was like directly aimed at you or unless it was like a friend that you're trying to help out or something like i don't know these people i couldn't if they stood in front of me right now i could i don't even i can't even remember the names i just know one of them's from australia and i think the other one who is a, a bloke a lad is from the northeast is a rapper somewhere why would you i can post whatever the fuck i want on my Facebook page, and sure you're entitled to your opinion, whatever you want, but you will get ignored to within an inch of your life if you say anything that goes against what I've originally posted on my Facebook page. If it's on my Instagram, or even my Twitter, or even my Jack Fox like page, then fine, because I'm trying to give off a brand sort of image and i believe i posted the jimmy savile thing on there as well fine but i think they i think uh the, the captions seem to be the problem on this one because i said all all uh, i said um <laughs> always always the bridesmaid 
never the sexually abused. Now, credit where it's due, not the best caption. However, I can post whatever the fuck I want on my Facebook page. Okay? And now, you know what? Even if they commented it, I'm going to continue to post whatever I want. And probably every few months or so, I'm going to slap up the Jimmy Savile picture. Just to remind everybody. Just to piss people off a little bit more. And I like how they're getting annoyed with me for posting a picture of me and Jimmy Savile when there's people out there who were clearly covering up the fact that Jimmy Savile was a notorious paedophile. But no, 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 no. I'm the problem. Posting a picture on Facebook of me standing in front of Jimmy Savile. There you have it, folks. I don't want to turn it to one of those guys that are like, oh, everybody's too woke and very bad because there's enough of them cunts about because sometimes people just talk shit and sometimes people need to shut the fuck up. But look, the bottom line is I can do whatever I want on my Facebook page and you can go fuck yourself. All right. Thanks for coming to my headline show, those that did. Keep streaming, uh, eat my shorts and charge it to the game. Videos coming soon. Uh, there's more hive mind gigs coming up, more comedy gigs coming up. Um, and I'm going to write some more music and release some more music very soon. Summer's coming as well. I'm sweating sitting here now. I've been got animated. Um, Saturday night. Uh, actually, Saturday during the day as well. My, my, my friend Sam Thomas is playing at HMV in Newcastle at Eldon Square. I'm going to jump up and do a song or two with him. So if you're around, uh, I believe that's 3 o'clock on Saturday in HMV Newcastle. And then Saturday night at uh, Time Bank Brewery in Newcastle as well. I'm performing, doing some comedy there. So that'll be fun if you're out and about in Newcastle and want to uh, have a nice day and a night, really, really nice venue. All good. And uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Keep streaming. Eat my shorts. Charge up the game. And have a very nice weekend. All right, now take care. Just remember, I can do whatever the fuck I want to. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Don't get it twisted, I can do whatever I want on my social media pages, and if you tell me otherwise I'll find out where you live, put a brick through your window forever talking shit to me, ooh, 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 yeah.